The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Well, guess what? It's Thursday. What does that mean? Well, I'll tell you right now, dummy, listen up. It's wait, did I roll a wild? Your Marvel Crisis Protocol vlog. I'm here. My name's Tim. I'm sitting in this chair today. Over there is Dr. Dylan sitting in that uh, room right adjacent to us. And also here in the same room that I am, that is not the same room that Dylan is in, is Dan. Hey. How's everyone doing? I've never been better in my whole entire life. Oh, I, I like to hear that. He's so excited to have more mutants in this game. Oh, I, I know. Like to hear you. I know. I was excited. I actually have damaged the roof for me bouncing off the walls. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And the thing is, is he I wasn't really even drinking the, a monster while he was doing it. The very levels of threat that they keep giving him too. It's crazy. It's like you can make a whole team of. Oh no! Wait, it's just fours actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we had Ulick very recently. He was five. Oh, that's right. Ooh. He is five, but he's size Ooh. four. That's true. No, he says three. All right, listen, I just... You just make stuff up. Yeah, kind of. It was a joke. <laughs> but tonight on Wait, Did I Roll a Wild, we are going to discuss the Psylocke card reveal as well as Dan and I earlier this week, excuse me, ate a bunch of peanut butter right before we started. You uh, ate JB's peanut butter. Don't tell him. I just Nobody did. tell JB that I've been eating his peanut butter while he's not here. <laughs> um, But... Uh, Dan and I got to play just the Parker Luck on Monday on Oh Yeah, the Power Phase, and that went away that I don't think either of us were, were expecting. Not even a little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are also going to talk about our LVO qualifier event that is this Saturday, February 18th. Oh, man. The three of us will be there. Uh, Brian will be there. Ben and Alyssa uh, should be a great gosh dang old time. I got to slap more paint on the uh, aforementioned you look. Yeah, uh, Ben sent me a, a message right before I headed over here to to start recording and said, hey, is your spider woman together? And I was like. Together, yes. Primed. Also, yes. Oh, um, mine too. Is she painted? No, Nope. <laughs> no. So but they're going to be hanging out at my house for a little bit while uh, while we record Lost Omens tomorrow. So a time for him to paint. Maybe, yeah, maybe Alyssa could just paint or my Alyssa. spider woman. <laughs> Have you asked her yet? Because no. she'd probably say yes. I yeah, fair. Um, I don't know. I think that's rude to ask. So I'll just announce it on a uh, publicly streamed uh, podcast and just hope it works out. <laughs> now she's obligated. Right? It's a social obligation to paint your models. <laughs> that's, what is it? Uh, Taylor calls it getting Tom Sawyered? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, I love that when Taylor started painting some of my models for me, it was Chuck. He's like, oh, Tim Tom Sawyered another rube into doing his painting for him. <laughs> it's pretty accurate. Speaking of Chuck, uh, there was a bit a ways back. Uh, this is kind of a, a gimmick that's that's been in a lot of our group chats and stuff where whenever a new character comes out, 
Chuck will say, yo, Psylocke looks dope. <laughs> all the way back. All the way back to... That was a reference to? So way back ah. when the Sin Viper uh, box was announced, they showed like silhouettes of the characters. Yeah. So people were going nuts trying to figure out like who was who. And he was like, oh, it's definitely Psylocke. He was, he was convinced it was Psylocke. And you're like, you are you were wrong if you argue this, with This him. character has a gun in one hand. I don't know if Psylocke uses guns. And he's like, no, it's just another one of the, the energy blades thing. So then the reveal came out and it was Viper. And he was like, yo, Psylocke looks dope. <laughs> he doubled down. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I did, I did not know that. He kept that, that stick up for a long time. Yeah. Yep. I mean, even in the Discord the other day, when Psylocke was revealed, finally got to say, oh, Psylocke looks dope. <laughs> That now makes more sense. But we always start the show with a segment called Games Played and Hobby Not Thoughts. Always. Well, that's fair. That's valid. <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, Dan, what have you hobby this week? There's been a bunch of releases recently. What I, have you yeah. been putting paint on? I've been doing some hobby. I got uh, the, the new releases built. Nice. And then primed. Mm-hmm. And I started painting Ulick. But did you get them built bars? No. Okay. I did see that Bearded Dragon Games has some built bars in the cooler for sale. Do they really? Built puffs. Nice. And I was like, oh, hey, look at that. Huh. <laughs> and he better have used code professional casual at checkout. I hope so. Uh, but I did. Um, Ulick is, I think he is base coded. I just need to f- do the actual base and then um, a little bit of something to be table ready, like a wash or whatever. Uh, I'd like to have them done, of course, for the tournament on Saturday, because I am going to fit them into my criminal syndicate list, because mostly I think it'd be funny. Speaking of, so uh, Brian Watson uh, wrote into the network and uh, is kind of upset at you for changing your affiliation. What were you playing previously before going to? I didn't change it. I Well, it, I did change it, but I didn't like change it from one to another. It was criminal syndicate and spider foes. Oh, no, okay. just criminal syndicate. I took out Green Goblin to put. Ulick in. To who? Yeah. You got rid of Green Goblin for Ulick? Mm. Mm. What are you talking about? What, what you talk about, man? Green Goblin's great. He is good. No, I don't know. I, I might change great. it again. I haven't totally decided. Dr. D. I can change yeah, whatever I want. Uh, have <laughs> you have you hobbied at all this week? Oh my gosh. You've asked me? Mm-hmm. Oh my oh my goodness. So uh, Dan sure and I did. got to play just the Parker line. <laughs> <laughs> go, go ahead. <laughs> He's just going to leave. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, what have you hobbied, man? Uh, so there's this event I'm going to this weekend in Amanamapia, uh, New York. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. I had to finish a couple of the characters I changed my roster up for. So I painted. I'm t- and now I'm talking about real Dylan Hobo style. So you're, I'm going to put these on the table and you're going to be like, which trash bin did you pull this out of? And I'll be <laughs> like, I'll tell you. Mitch threw Sandra Nova into? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I had to paint uh, red. I had to paint new Red Skull. I had to paint his, uh, his Hobo Goon Squad. Um, I got to f- touch up Juggernaut. And then I put in uh, Bor- uh, Mordo, who also looks like a homeless person. All right. Valid. Um, so, and that, this is, uh, the roster as well that you wrote about in that blog article about how not to be a doofus. Uh, so yes, uh, the exact, no, you don't. And the exact (laughs) same list, uh, I've been playing, testing it a little bit. I I may or may not make a, I might swap in Rhino kind of debating Mm. on it. I don't know if he really belongs in convocation. You would purely just be for 
just objective play. I don't think I will, but yes, that, that's pretty much what I'm going to be playing. Speaking of Rhino, you have a new blog coming out tomorrow about painting Rhino, correct? I sure do. It's mostly just as hide. Uh, the rest of the stuff, I, I just finished painting it and threw the article up, but it's all about the hide, which I was instructed at the beginning, right? So I did the metrics for it today. And when we were uh, in your basement and I was tied to the wall and you said, do this or, you know, your family's going to get it. You weren't tied. It was chained. <laughs> uh, you said 2000 words. So I was like, OK, so after I finished writing it, there's 3000 words in this thing. And I threw it into this little calculator thing. And it's I've wrote at a ninth to 10th grade level. Whoa. Wow. Very impressive. Dan, Dan would be very proud. Congratulations. It's like higher than most newspapers. Yeah. Wait, is it really? <laughs> I believe most newspapers are like. So more people can read it. They write at like an eighth grade level or something like that. Oh, nice. I Take think. that daily bugle. Yeah. <laughs> you big idiots. Bring me the writing of an eight year old child. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah. All right. Hope everybody enjoys that. Well, yeah. I, listen, I know I did. I, I got a sneak peek when I read it sure. earlier. Oh, I totally could do that right now. You totally could. You, can. <laughs> you got access to the to the the back the back doors. I do. It's it's so true. I've had to uh, be very careful about blogs that I'm currently in the process of writing, uh, so I don't blow up any NDAs by people having <laughs> access true. to like online web portals or something that we use. So, <laughs> so for the I Fair. don't get access. I don't get access to all the other articles. So every single time I get on the website, it's like, oh, you have six articles that are getting ready to be posted. I'm like, I do. And every time I click it, it's just mine. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Man, I'm really productive. <laughs> Look I'm, at me. I'm, I'm doing it, Dad. Well Hooray. done. Uh, have you gotten any games in over the last couple of weeks practicing with this particular convocation roster? I sure have. I played two games against my buddy Wilmar at Alpha Omega in Quincy. That's actually my local game store. None of those um, words are real. Oh, we, we, They're not Listen, real. Quincy's literally one of our favorite people. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I, um, I was like, what? So I did play there. Uh, he played... Uh, spider foes i won one and lost one it pretty much came down to me not playing journey through limbo when i totally planned mm. on doing it but then i realized that i'm a doofus the d stands for doofus you I'm gotta Dr. Doofus. read that article about how to not be a doofus that's true i try i'm gonna reread it you know what maybe he I'll didn't read it he just one. wrote it <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it's totally yeah. different I, I never read what i write <laughs> that's the that's the coward's stream way of consciousness but Learning so, is for cowards. So so Monday this week, Dan and I got to play uh, just the Parker Luck live on stream. Uh, our LGS was one of the handful, apparently, because I've seen some stuff on on the Facebook groups, right? That like some game stores have it, some don't. Um, Bearded Dragon happened to. So we were able to to stream that on Monday. And um, in, in Alyssa's words and now Ben's words. Yeah, I saw uh, that. It's a, it's a little funny. But. It's it's not untrue, right? <laughs> what did she say exactly? Like, so yeah. When I, the first time I said Dan and I played the just the Parker Luck, and she said, I don't know if I would say Dan played. I was there. I moved Peter Parker around the table. <laughs> That's true. I rolled dice really poorly. <laughs> so we we played it at the rent is due level, which is the hardest level for the crisis team. Um, and it didn't appear like that was actually the case, but there were some, uh, <laughs> For real? because it's MCP, there's some incredibly swingy dice, right? Yeah. So, uh, Dan was just straight up rolling Tim France defense dice and, and letting, offense and offense and letting just a whole bunch of stuff through. Um, but 
What did you think about it overall outside of the the extreme swinginess of that one for for our playthrough of it? I think the uh, the encounter itself I think is set up really cool and yeah. has a ton of potential. Mm -hmm. There was one um particular thing I misread misunderstood that would have changed things drastically. Um like I said a couple times after the game like this is one that don't just play it once. Give it a couple of tries because it's, yeah. it's fairly complex. There's a lot going on. Um, and sometimes your Parker with eight strength attacks will get two hits every time, you know? That's true. Uh, yeah, so Qu bad. Quicksilver took a lot of attacks uh, without dazing. And, like, he um, can be a little tanky with the rerolls, but, yeah. like, he should have gone down. Period. Because he didn't. Yeah, he I should have at some point. If you've listened. Never mind. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> there's, there was a real low-hanging fruit there that I decided not, not to go for. Um respectable. <laughs> yeah. Listen, that took a lot of restraint. But but yeah, family so, friendly podcast. Correct. Um <laughs> but uh yeah, I, I also I enjoyed it. I thought it was really cool. Uh, I think the 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 flip, right? A little bit of um having a, a good guy narratively be the crisis threat and having, you know, effectively a bunch of people now being spider foes trying to expose them was, was super cool. But you're right. There is a lot going on. The angle of the cameras that you're using, where you put them, if you interact with them, take them down, put them up, um, all that type of stuff really kind of played into a lot of, mm -hmm. uh, of, of how that game went. Um, in addition to just being a little unclear on if the crisis threat would lose an activation if he was dazed. So it didn't really say whether you flipped over at the next or what what kind of that that planned out with, but I th I think it was pretty fun. It was just unfortunate that you had like the hard counter to that particular cosmic threat because it's like he's got five physical defense and he can reroll any number of dice in his yeah. defense and dodge rolls, and then you're like Agent Venom down I was days. Bring Venom, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> just Agent Venom to try him out, and he was just like. Bruh, 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 and Peter Parker was like, ah. to be fair, he does say that yeah, <laughs> a lot. Um, and in, the incinerate on uh, on uh, Agent Venom as well is really good. He performed exactly how I was kind of hoping he would. He's a great character. Yeah, he's um, really good. And, you know, and in Dan's defense as well, I 100 percent cheated. I brought a 10. I bought 5 percent more threat. Than I should have. <laughs> you did have 10 and 11. Yes. Because I thought, I in my head, and I do this with Blade all the time too, where they're fours. They are four threat characters. But in my head, I treat them as threes. I was going to say, Blade is a four threat. No, he I is. Got what you're saying. 100%. Both him and Agent Venom are both fours. In my head, whenever I'm doing mental math with them, I always tally tally them as three. Don't do that. No. I was going to say. Yep. What's your, so that's what's why your I lost that so poorly is because he had one more threat. <laughs> He's correct. <laughs> yep. Unequivocally so. But and there was kind of a, a catch up too. So right. So um, the crisis team kind of got off to an early lead. Um, placement of those con goers is super important in that first round because you can give up rather quickly. Uh, three or six victory points. Oh, like right off the bat, that was, was your first action. Mm -hmm. You got a con goer away and scored three points, and I was like, "Oh, I totally messed this up." I didn't know what I was doing when I put him down. Right. Whoops. And I think a lot of the uh, organized play kits kind of work that way where you really should play it a couple times. Yeah. Because there's a lot going on usually. Um, but yeah, I, I I super dug it. I, I really like the concept of it. Yeah. Um, I'd like to give it another shot at some point. 
and you could really well done one. You guys could give it a shot too if you're headed to Adepticon because there will be a day where that is going to be played. Uh, I don't. My my assumption is you'll be able to probably get a kit for it there as well, but I'm not positive on that. Um, but yeah, there or listen, if your LGS has it, if you're coming to the event on uh, Saturday here in uh, Onomatopoeia, New York, uh, you might be able to grab it and play it as well. But let's get on to the meat and psychic potatoes uh, of this week, which is something I think that we're going to go on a lot of tangents about. Betsy. It's uh, the old uh, Betsy Elizabeth. It's Elizabeth. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. That was a softball for you. Braddock, thank you. Underhand. (laughs) All right. So let's get right into it. Psylocke. Spelled with an E at the end, which is why my... uh, uh, Autocorrect keeps yelling at me whenever I type the word Psylocke. Just think Psylocke like John Locke. Once again, also probably wouldn't have spelt it with an E. There's no E in John, dummy. But <laughs> <laughs> so out of the game. That's why he's a science teacher. <laughs> uh, so Psylocke or Elizabeth Braddock, 334 for defenses. Seems almost a little lackluster for a four threat. But I think we expected her to have a high misc defense, right? Like there, there would have been that would have been shocking if she was threes across the board. But yeah, I'm a little surprised that as a ninja, she only has three physical defense. But I feel like we see that made up for later on. Oh, absolutely. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Electra would like a word with you. I definitely She's... don't remember Electra's defenses because I've never used her. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's three across. I'll even double check. Right, <laughs> but she has she has the martial prowess. Yeah, but she's only a yeah, fourth yeah, yeah, and yeah, stealth. Yeah, so, so similar. She's, she makes both up. fourth threats. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, she's only, she's only three across. <laughs> but she has actual anyway. ninjas with her, which are what ones across? Uh, I think they're one, one, two. Gotcha. Uh, but she has six stamina, so actually pretty healthy-ish. Not insanely healthy. Average, but yeah. Yeah, uh, that's probably my word. Four threat size to medium mover. How were were you guys both expecting her to be at a range? Medium, or were yeah. you kind of anticipating a, a, a long? I was not expecting a long mover. Okay, I, I was expect. I was Mystique is long, you know. Yeah, Viper's Mystique long. I wouldn't have been surprised if she was a long move. I was also hoping for shadow teleportiness, but shadow teleportiness. Yeah, like it's not Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. Well, Nightcrawler doesn't need shadows to teleport. He goes to hell and back. Wait, she uh, Psylocke can teleport. She can, she had for a while, she could teleport through shadows. Oh, that's rad. Yeah. I was really, so I, I mentioned it way back at some point during a wish list that I really probably wanted during the, the Viper reveal. Right. Probably uh, the Crimson Dawn version of Psylocke. Oh, it was one of right. my favorite miniseries as a kid. I read that a whole bunch of times. Um, and during that, she, during that time of her career, she could teleport specifically through shadows to like, Almost anywhere it was really cool. That's like neat. like untyped range. Like she could go like across the world. If it was shadow I think shadow. so. That's kind of beast, actually. right? That's right. Was pretty that's, awesome. That's, that's OP. That's it OP. was when she was like in a real dark place after Sabretooth almost killed her. So she was like murder assassin through the shadows, stab somebody with a psychic knife in the head, and then go through a shadow somewhere else. Super dig that. Like a uh, what is it? Uh, Age of Apocalypse Nightcrawler that would just teleport away with people's heads. Yeah. <laughs> he was kind of baller. <laughs> Super brutal. Someone pointed a finger at him. He's like, don't point at me. And then teleported away with the pointer finger. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so buttons. Uh, so for our builder, 
we actually have an energy attack here, which was a little surprising to me, uh, called Telekinetic Katana. Telekinetic Katana. Telekinetic Range 2, strength 5, zero power. Can be, uh, before uh, choosing a target, this character chooses whether this attack type is energy or mystic. I like that a lot. Pretty rad. Yeah, that's really good. After this attack is resolved, this character gains power equal to the damage dealt with neural disruption on a wild. So this is like concussive force, but good. Stop it. What? I was going to get mad about that. Oh, gotcha. This is what concussive force should be. I completely agree. So before damage is dealt, granted, it'd be awesome if it was after damage is dealt. Before damage is dealt, for each wild in the attack roll, the target loses one power. Like, it's not the best wild of trigger in the world, but it's still way better than concussive force. Oh, for sure. 100%. It's not a builder. Like, it's not. It's, it's something. It's cool. Yeah. Otherwise, it like, I like the, the telekinetic katana is nice that you can be energy or mystic. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, her psychic knife there. Uh, I like it. Neural disruption could be useful here and there. Oh, for sure. I mean, especially. Oh, I mean, it's always useful, always, but. That's yeah. always useful. Anytime yeah. you can get rid of enemy power is great. Well, especially like as a maybe not a secret attack or worth taking against these particular situations, but because she can attack with telekinetic katana as energy or mystic going into maybe a ghost rider or an Ultron to be able to prevent potentially the, uh, you know, the resurrection by draining some of the power. Mm. That's true. I just say every time I use her, I'm going to get three wilds in an attack against somebody that has no power on them or oh, has sure. like one power. Yeah, and they'll block it all too. Yeah, and I'll be yeah. like, well, what was the point of that anyway? And then they'll end up with more power than they started with because they did some damage. How it's going to go. For me personally. I, I don't disagree. <laughs> so her first gainer. Is, yeah, we haven't seen one of these in a while. It, yeah, it's been a hot minute. Is called Cybo. This is a mystic attack, range four, strength four. After this attack is resolved, this character gains one power with pursuit on a hit. Before damage is dealt, this character may advance towards the target character short. I like this one. Which I think I think on a hit, it's like a 76% chance to go off, which is pretty likely. Yeah. Wow. Yep. I mean, especially as like your first action to be able to get into range for something else, or like I think it's yeah. it's pretty cool. A Pursuit on here. Short movement is always a pretty yeah. and on a zero cost power, too. Correct. Like you, and, that also gives you power, <laughs> right? Yeah, and you automatically get a power, and you need a hit, not a wild. I love this one. Does um, uncanny, not uncanny, uh, Shadowlands Daredevil, does his baton that has the pursuit on it, is that also a gainer? It is not. And it's also physical. Is it range four at least? I yes. Think so. I think okay. I think so. Um, and then for her spender, we have Psionic Assault. Range three, strength seven, three power. Actually relatively inexpensive. Before damage is dealt, the target character gains the stun special condition. And we've seen this in, what, two other instances? Uh, Mystique and Spider-Woman. Yeah. That I can think of off the top of my head. It's pretty rare to get stunned before damage is dealt, but it's really good. It really is. Um, Especially, uh, I really like the power control that she has over her opponents, whether it's adding stun before damage is dealt and then neural disruption. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you can really kind of do some really neat stuff with her. The only downside to this spender is she has superpowers that are so good that you're going to be spending all of her power on anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's that's super fair. She doesn't, you know, she has multiple ways to get power, though, you know, um. And her her first superpower is relatively inexpensive for what it does, which is telekinetic combat enhancement. It's real good. This character may immediately advance short 
the next time it makes a telekinetic, telekinetic, telekinetic katana attack, telekinetic katana attack, this turn, add two dice to the attack roll. The superpower can only be used once per turn. Here's why I think this is actually just really, really, really good, right? It is somewhat of a charge and a steroid mixed in one that is not an action. So like we've seen um, mm -hmm. uh, Black Dwarf has something similar, Ugh. but it's an action. He has, he has to, to move. make a move, yeah. which is short. His movement is short. Granted, he's, uh, he's got a you know big old base, but... Uh, this is a really. This is probably, honestly, the 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 best thing about her. Uh, quite arguably, for me, where she has pursuit on the bow, she has uh this charge thing, and you know, she's a medium mover. That's nothing necessarily to write home about. But what a maneuverable character, and yeah. she has stealth, and she can attack from inside stealth. With that range four. With the range four. Yeah. Which that. It's got some really pretty cool rare. stuff going on. So a lot of the other characters that we see that have stealth, normally they probably have a, a pistol shot that they can rapid fire or something, but it's always range three. Mm -hmm. it's, it's usually pretty rare to see uh, a range four attack on a stealth unit. Um, and I think that's also awesome because she has that same dead range that um, Mystique has with Martial Artist, where when she is defending against a physical or energy attack, uh, and she's being targeted within range two. This character adds blanks to the defense roll to its total successes. Um, she's very small dead zone. You got to be really specific how you are tiptoeing in that line while also making sure martial artist isn't going to be there. Right, you get that three inch zone. Correct. Between two and three. Yep. To That's your ideal place to attack Psylocke. But even when you do get there, she can still defend herself a bit with tele telepathic precognition. No breathing. Uh, which is an X power, superpower, reactive. So while this character is attacking or defending during the modified dice step of the attack, it may spend any amount of power to use a superpower. For each power spent, this character may reroll one of its attack or defense dice uh, only once a turn. No cap, but no cap to it. Yeah. Yeah, just super cool. And so you're doing it during the modified dice steps. So you already know how many dice you have out there to reroll. Correct. Correct. So uh, a question, and this is one of those like kind of rules dealios. Um, if you overspend on this, can you reroll the same die or do all those rerolls happen at the same time? I think they, they so if it's from the same rule, I'm pretty sure you got to reroll them all at the same time. Okay. Yeah, because for each power spent, this character may reroll one of its attack or defense dice. And they even specifically kind of, it's not exactly the same situation, but like in Domino and uh, I guess to some extent, uh, Mal, you can't overspend where if you like got a crit, if you rolled like another crit, you could also reroll that or what I forget exactly. Well, his was but. skulls into crits, right? So it was about pre-spending in case your crits ended up rolling more skulls or, or something Correct. along those lines. Yeah. So um, they clearly want those rerolls happening at the same time. Okay. Yeah, because I don't think it'd be like, oh, I only I have two blanks. Yeah. But I want to reroll four dice in case I reroll those into something else. I yeah, I don't think it works that way. I assumed. I just. I feel like, and so maybe I cheated a little bit more even on Monday. <laughs> what? Because uh, with Quicksilver being able to roll any amount of attack dice, or being able to reroll two defense dice. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I rolled the same die twice. Is that not doable? I don't think so. Okay. So that's another reason why I cheated. So maybe I would have dazed him. I mean, I, re I would have three more points. I rerolled a blank into a blank and then a third blank. So no, <laughs> but like, <laughs> yeah, okay, that tracks. Um, but yeah, I, I uh, on her injured side as well. The only thing that changes is she drops one stamina. Um, outside that, everything looks the same. But I, I think no, her art changes. 
Oh, that's true. My bad. Oh, I'm just and an the idiot. background becomes red instead of blue. Dummy. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> it's so different. It got me twice, guys. I... <laughs> Her stats go from blue to orange. Come on. It's true. It is. But... Hey, Dan, now that you're the owner of professional casual from <laughs> destroying your boss like that, what, what direction? How are you going to use Psylocke now that you're the owner of professional casual? <laughs> <laughs> As the owner of professional casual, will it change how you were using Psylocke? <laughs> well, I already was an owner, but <laughs> right. um, I, I, I definitely want to try on a couple different places depending on what she's affiliated with. I think we can pretty safely assume Uncanny X-Men X-Force. Yeah. Um, I'm not like, I feel like it'd be a stretch. She fits the theme for Weapon X, I think, in terms of like what characters are there, not story wise. Mm. Um, I'm not, I don't really see her fitting anywhere else. A-Force, maybe? Probably. Maybe. Uh, she might be Cabal, too, because doesn't she have something to do with the hand? Uh, so oh. when she was, so yeah, we were talking about before we went live how she is, Betsy Braddock is British, but she got her it's mind put into um, this ninja named Quanan's body, which is when she's in, when she's a ninja. Um, so by by the hand did that to her and messed her all up and she was real confused for a long time hmm. which is pretty cool but they, they went with that version of her instead of like the original version where she just kind of stand there with like the butterfly effect around her face uh i'm a big fan of the the current version of her where she's more she's um part of it was excalibur in the age of krakoa yeah but then it became uh, the krakoa called Cage. knights of x where she just dre she like wears armor like a knight she wears the mutant armor. <laughs> that seems no! really excessive. Uh, but she looks really cool. Uh, she's got like a big broadsword that she makes all psychic at times instead nice. of the katana. She looks pretty awesome. Super side note: Is Psylocke in Marvel Snap? Yes, she's a yes. two. One oh, she's the one that gives you extra energy. Gives you an energy. Yeah, yeah she that's right. Gives you an energy when you play her. Um, ask, really asking the important questions here, you know. It is, Welcome to important. Wait. Did I roll a while? The newest Snap Marvel Marvel Snap uh, podcast. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. It's all I do in my lunch. You don't eat lunch. I mean, I eat while I'm playing and listening to the gossip. It sounds like a lot of things. Well, no wonder you're once. not rank 100. You're wasting time eating food, idiot. You got to be playing <laughs> Snap. I don't have, know if I have a rank. Yeah, you should have a rank. Yeah, that's how you get that's, the little unlocks. The, the cubes. That go up and down based on whether you win or lose. That's, oh, definitely that's not hundred. That's crazy. Do you know yeah, who does? Was he eating? Hank. <laughs> of course he does. Director of Adepticon kills it in Snap. Just really <laughs> good at it. What about Hank Hill? Uh Hank Hill. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, <laughs> he runs. Oh, uh, get it. He runs a, a Squirrel Girl uh, deck that is just <laughs> not good, but super annoying anyway. Just, I would say Squirrel Girl can be good if it's a Destruction or a Patriot deck potentially. Yeah. Yep. I use her in Zoo. I like Bishop Zoo. Yeah, I I took her out of Zoo. Uh, granted, I told you we were going to be on tangents, but uh, it's been a hot. It took us a while to get on one. To be fair, correct. Um, I uh, I took her out of my Zoo. Uh, I threw in things like the guy with the I can't remember his name. Yandu. Yandu. What's Yandu? Zoo? <laughs> it's the. It means you play with Kazoo and probably Blue Marvel. And it's just like you have the it's a swarm deck. Yeah. It's Kazoo. Uh, Kazakh. What? Yeah, Kelthalos. Kelth yeah, You're still just making up words. Kelthazad. It's the the savage man's guy. Yeah. Whatever his name is. Yeah. Kazoo. Kazar? Kazar. <laughs> yeah, sure. 
Kazoozer. I can't believe you got it in the first try. Oh my God. What is happening right now? So uh, Thrillash also let us know, uh, Dan, that you do have a rank of seven in Longshanks. I do. So. Wow. Congratulations. And then I saw like people in the tournament, like Ben is like 500 and something. I was like, oh, seven's not good. But I also have two events listed. So Yeah. And, and listen, <laughs> we, we've been to events, right? We just don't get to play in them. Yeah, right. But to quite a few. But. All right, so Dan, where are you using Elizabeth? Uh, come anyway. back to me. Okay. Point, point, point <laughs> I was getting to is she might be in Cabal before we went on that weird tangent. Yeah. I, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know her story. I've never read a comic with her in it, so that doesn't help. I think X-Men, X-Force are, are guaranteed. Two-ins. I would say guaranteed. Possibly A-Force. I yep. don't know enough about that in the comics itself. Um. Maybe Brotherhood. Mm. She was part of Magneto's group in X Men Apocalypse, the movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh boy, that's an unfortunate canon. reference. Yeah, <laughs> that is canon. Also, Olivia Munn, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, for real. I mean, that the was the only reason to watch that best. movie, wasn't it? What's yeah, that? So, wasn't that the only reason? Wasn't she the only reason to watch that movie? Like old Caliban too, but <laughs> was played by Stephen Merchant. I don't remember that. Who I really like. I like Caliban in general. Same. Same. When are we going to get him an MCP? I want hey. Leech. Actually, out of curiosity, who is Ulick? <laughs> who is it? Uh, Leech would be obnoxious, just like he is in Snap. Yeah. But can you imagine Leech? He'd be a size one like Rocket because mm-hmm. he's a little kid. He's a little beanie on. Yeah. Teeny weeny beanie. And yeah, he would just be like... The worst to deal with, I feel like. He'd be a denial. He'd be like a denial too, maybe. Just <laughs> stand next to you and you just can't do superpowers. Yeah, it would be like um was it, uh, Emma has that power, um, same as Mystique. Can't react. Mystique, yeah. but it'd be like react. that turned up. Like you can't no use active powers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like on your turn, you can't do active powers. Um or leaderships. So, Dr. D, since we're coming back to to Dan with this question, um, what affiliations are you going to be using him then, using Psylocke in, and why do you think it helps Brotherhood? <laughs> All right. So, I'd like to announce my retirement from this part. No, so, uh, the, um, <laughs> obviously, as someone who loves Convocation, I think she's a pretty good Convocation member. I think the biggest issue she's going to bump into with me is I think her and Ancient One kind of fight for the same slot. Yeah, I, I, agree. I agree. There. I think I prefer Ancient One. I might try Psylocke because I'm going to get the model because it's in a box I'm going to be buying anyway. But... I do believe it's pronounced <laughs> Ancient One. <laughs> is it? Do you got to do the hands thing where it's like the cat? Like, mm-hmm. I don't even know what the fancy the kawaii or whatever it is. Anyway, um, no, I think she's pretty good. I think she'd be okay in convocation as like a harassment piece. I guess it kind of defends that depends on what kind of convocation list you want to run. But she's fast, right? Yeah. So I think I really don't think you're gonna see her splashed in much of anything. The four threat spot is pretty competitive, uh, which I've said like a to a nauseous level at this point again i'm so so glad to see another four in the game and um <laughs> I, th- I think the big issue is i don't think she really i don't really think you're going to see her too much out of affiliation here's where i uh, think she'll be splashed is sam wilson avengers combo. you'll see her in combo yeah you could probably scare an avenger sam wilson huh? sam wilson avengers uh because she benefits so heavily from the extra power the additional movement um 
and you know getting rid of any conditions that is in fact slowing her down or, or stunning or whatever i think sam wilson avengers puts her in a really neat spot to be literally all over the table all of the time and constantly being in that great range of keeping people outside that like hunter dead zone right of that uh be outside of range three so they can't get within range two or they they're forced to get in range two uh for rerolls and stuff or for uh and then it, to successes and to and to a degree it's the same thing with convocation with the bump yeah so if she gets it once she just runs i suppose midnight suns also uh she yeah. might mm. be able to do something with but yeah i think convocation is a great spot for her. Uh, personally i'm super stoked for her to uh round out x-force which doesn't really have much access to uh psychic attacks outside of Ascani Sun. So yeah, I think she's a great piece for that. Additional rerolls as well to either get more power off or uh, you know, to force the pursuit in case you didn't get it with your 78% chance to get it. Well, she gets a reroll without having to pay the power for it. So mm-hmm. well, and pretty sneaky sis actually works out really interestingly with her as well, making That's her true. stealth range two. So now martial artist is always going to be there, and you're getting rerolls uh, with uh, telekinetic proje- uh, projections. Um, I think she's actually going to. I might start playing X Force again. Ooh! I also never Ooh. stopped playing X Force. I was going to say. I was going to say. I know that when you were at LVO on the top table, you were. I think yeah, you were rocking X Force there, right? Uh, yeah, one hundred percent. Dude, like sweet. under the stream table, just playing by myself. But yeah, <laughs> like, um, pew, you're pew, you get him, Cable. You were so, playing Pogs with your little MCP model. <laughs> I loved Pogs. It's actually it's, it's, they weren't they're not, not Pogs. It's just all the extra bases I have from buying every character. <laughs> <in this game. laughs> so many bases. It's a lot. Chuck, let's come on a large. Can't get a large base anywhere. Yeah, they don't come with extras. No. Chuck gave sure me no. like a bag of all the models he had assembled for me. Um, <laughs> and it's 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 a lot it was an overwhelming amount i was like this is aggressive you saved all these and he's like well yeah they're yours and i was like that's okay good point all right fair what am i supposed to do with these <laughs> i absolutely love the little bottles and cans and stuff i use them in all the games oh I play. yeah I put them on the bases i love those things <laughs> they're pretty fun um, you're fun uh <laughs> me looking <laughs> Hey. hey uh tim as the new owner of uh professional <laughs> casual how would you how would you use psylocke <laughs> uh, so weapon x or uh, uh x-force uh heavily 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 uh listen she she loves everything that's in there uh even hydra bob that's not a part of it but i never run x-force without hydra bob because you just assume he's in there even though he's yeah not. i'm like he's friends with deadpool he's an x-force 100 <laughs> unfortunately they like excessive violence Sure. Uh, I think I like sure. her in Weapon X. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, memory tokens could be. Nice oh, yeah. There. Yep. And giving them some mystic because I'm pretty sure Weapon X has no mystic or even energy. I think they're f- domino. Oh, domino's has a in little there. energy. A tiny bit. Yeah. But then you got some choice there with Psylocke. Um, we haven't said this one in a while. It used to be our, our go to. But Steve Avengers. Yeah. So yeah, her um, pseudo charge is one. Yeah, to advance short and gain two dice on your next telekinetic katana. Yeah, that makes her one power. Like, whoa, that's a one power Malekith attack. You know, you're getting a. It's it's not as 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 large of a move. It's not a medium movement. You don't get the throw afterwards. But you know, midnight blade or whatever is seven energy. So listen, she can hit like a like a Malekith once per turn. Also, I know it doesn't come up a whole lot. I actually think her models are really neat. Yeah. 
actually it's actually a pretty good sculpt i think the, i think the art on the card is a little, it's weird because it's carlos i think this is the same guy that did the amazing art for saber tooth or logan or one of the two it's so weird because like the style of the art on the card is like completely different than like the rest of the art on all the other cards it's like mm. way more realistic i don't know how to word it but anyway i don't know why i brought that up but yeah i actually think that overall hobby wise i think the model for her is actually really cool yeah maybe nice. you could do the shadow appearing thing on the model there dan Ooh, the, uh, i was gonna say i'm kind of excited to paint purple hair the way her face is illustrated uh, yeah i think you're spot on dr d where like it's a really intense awesome it's a well done well done piece yeah yeah it's pretty good it's just different it's yeah. not bad different it's just different different now we also know that um was well okay so hold up was Psylocke ever part of the hellfire club at any point i don't think so so again i think this is going to be a big issue until we actually see the card which i'm thinking is gonna be next week because i think that's usually when they show the cards is they like the hellfire club has been so different what's going on with that i want to know so like i think the hellfire club was only mutants right when emma first came out in like the whatever the like 90s or whatever she came out in it was 80s sure and then it's like and then yeah the cartoon was in the 90s and then like since then it's kind of just become like a pseudo illuminati sort of yeah it's just like a like a like a rich boy hangout the last iteration of the hellfire club was a bunch of kids i super dug that it was like anti-runaway vibes like a little right they were awful it was like the descendant of frankenstein yeah (laughs) it was one of them speaking of as far as tactic cards though there are a lot in this box with emma and psylocke are there any anticipated like Word is, you know what I mean? Sometimes we get like a big bruiser character. We get someone like Ulick or Rhino, and we nope. assume that there's going to be some some types of throws or, or something along those lines. Are there any kind of, kind of reach to you immediately as far as tactics cards that you would expect her to have? Uh, I think teleport. She, you know I was just about to say, Actually, there, yeah. there might be the shadow teleport right there. She might have the range five Ulick type teleport type thing. I'd actually be okay with that. Yeah. If that's how they represent it as long it, for it to get represented in there at all, mm-hmm. I'd be pretty okay with that. She can have a hyper drill. Actually, you know, and to give credit words to uh, throw lash does actually put up a good point. So X Men Storm is yeah. gold. Yes. So like, uh, some of the more powerful, the most powerful part of that affiliation is the is the bump, uh, the hop, and so the, she actually makes a really good character to get in a place where you really want like a potential bump. Oh, with all the extra movement and stuff. Thank you, Broadcastle, for the raid. Welcome, everybody. We're talking about some Marvel Crisis Protocol and going over uh, the new character card that was revealed earlier this week. Howdy ho! Hello Davis. there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I. So for me, it's one of those things where I, I think maybe something defensively, um, like a psionic shielding or something kind of like uh, like Modok has. Where he mm-hmm. can kind of like project and give everyone whatever. What, I forget what that does. Not aim lackeys, but I think it's just psionic. Yeah, it's like PSI or something like that. Psionic, psionic yeah. shielding yeah. device. Something like yeah. That. Something like that that might give uh, people, you know, a small steroid on defense dice or something along those oh, lines. Actually, wait, I had a really good need of it. What if there was a card where you and one other character can pay a power and you don't take damage from like a collision? I knew where that was going as soon as you opened your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> But it's just Emma and Diamond form to someone hitting her, and she's like, whatever. (laughs) I don't care. You know, I think they'll go a different route, and I think they will reprint Indomitable with her. Ooh. That's actually... I wouldn't mind that too much. Right? Uh, 
they don't update the gallery anymore. You used to be able to see they put the name of the Technus cards in there, so you could really get fun guesses off it. Yeah, um, yes, yes. On the how many cards does this pack come with? It's like six, wasn't it? I think it specifically says six, and one of the I think it specifically says that one of them is the leadership card. Yeah. Okay. So that has a lot going on. Yeah, there is five the leadership, whatever the how that's going to work, mm-hmm. and f- just five Technus cards in a box is a lot. I mean, most we've seen guess- since Nick Fury Jr. I seriously think that three of them are going to probably be Emma because of the affiliation, because one of the cards might be specifically like, oh, if you play Hellfire Club. Right. So I right. would I would assume Psylocke's probably only going to get two, if not one. Yeah, I actually I think that's spot on. I think Psylocke will get two. I think Emma will get two as well. The leadership card and then probably a specific Hellfire Club affiliated card. What if right. Psylocke gets vipered and gets no cards in her box? I mean, uh, then we throw her in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> like we have with Viper. That's not, I mean, I've run a lot of Viper. She's not as bad as people make her out to be. She's worse. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a cool ring. She has the one ring. Uh, so the ring thing is cool. Well, listen, I, I had a lot of luck with her until she gets, you know, devoured by a Malekith turn one. But listen, that's what happens when you find senators on your first try. Ugh. But <laughs> the good old days. Right. Okay, real quick. Uh, two words. Yeah, hold oh, on. Oh, no. Do I'll, I want to know? I'll address it. Oh, he's been, no. He's been asking me to bring this up. I think it's a great idea. Guys, this is a real side tangent. But we have a uh, a Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition actual play podcast called Gapapa, a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure. Dan runs it. It's a great show. I adore it. Um, I listen to it every few weeks when we record it. He had an idea. To do a one-shot or a small mini-series called Baby Kapapa. That's effectively Muppet Babies with all of the characters as kids. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> Who do you think you are to be able to make decisions like this? Do you think you're the owner of professional? <laughs> is, it, is it you or Dan right now? Who's the owner right now? It's a Dr. collective. It's a new little shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the Inside owner? Joke. Who's the owner? <laughs> Two birds is the owner now. Ah, <laughs> uh, nuts. Oh, nuts. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, baby Kapapa. I think we should make it happen. Anyway, hey. So, <laughs> hey, what, zero to five psychic slashes. What are you giving Psylocke? Go ahead, Tim. Uh, four and a quarter. Four and a quarter. Mm-hmm. All right. Not, she's not a four or five. You know what I mean? She's not a 4.5, but she's certainly a four and a quarter. I like her a lot. I, I anticipate using her and she will probably be one that just gets left on my desk instead of going back on the shelf because I'm going to use her. Yep. Yeah. You keep telling yourself you're going to paint the bathroom walls and you just keep forgetting to do it. You're always too tired when you get home kind of thing. Right. Yeah. There's, there's, <laughs> there's a small handful of characters that, that remain in that spot for me and hood and bullseye are certainly, mm-hmm. I think she's going to join their ranks. Bullseye fits that spot. Mm-hmm. To a T. What about you, Danny boy? Uh, well, who? Oh, Danny boy. Nope. Danny nope. boy. Psylocke, the Psylocke, she's calling. Uh, I, my f- initial thought was like a four. Yeah, she's a four. You figured it but out. I feel like because we <laughs> talked about how fours have You're such the second competition. <laughs> You're the owner squared. I like that she brings more uh, cheaper psychic stuff to X-Men. Yeah. And X-Force and mm-hmm. Weapon X and all the X-Men derivatives. Cheaper. Well, then Gene? Oh, the gene. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. What other psychic stuff do they have outside just beasts? Incredibly good looks. <laughs> right. I mean, they have this box, right? Right. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I think that puts I was 
when I first read this card, I felt like she's pretty mid four. After talking about a little bit, she's a little higher than that. Mm-hmm. She's not. I don't think she's a push four. No, not quite. But I think she's a solid four. She's good what she does, and I like that she brings some variety to X Men. Um, so I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna give her what was it? Four psychic slashes. Yeah, four psychic slashes. Four to five psychic slashes. What about you, Doctor? Doctor. So, so, <laughs> Doctor Doofus. Um, <laughs> the I think I'm gonna give her a three. I think that she fits the current like AMG design philosophy really well. I think she's well designed. I think she has a purpose. I think she, I think with the power she has, I think she's a four, which is nice, right? Yeah. I think all the characters they've released since this year started have been pretty good, other than my opinion on rhino wasn't that he was bad but i just you know it was one of the you know one of those weird situations but regardless i think as a four she's good yeah i don't think she's great Um, great is what you need to be to get splashed outside of affiliation mm, yeah she is not she will be in x-force she might you might you're probably gonna see her in some forms of x-men but i just i don't think you're and again convocation might be the one exception maybe so maybe like a 3.5 in that case uh, but to, I don't think you're going to see outside of that. Tubert said his favorite MCP is Cyclops Tim. <laughs> Cyclops Tim is a solid six out of five. Uh, <laughs> uh, other dimensional physical blasts. Uh, but but to your point, uh, Dr. Dillamus, um, kind of similar with Rhino, uh, right? Where he seemed a little over underwhelming at first, even to the point of being like, wow, this sucks. He's just bad juggernaut. But mm. then the tactics cards come out. And completely kind of reverse people's opinion on him. That rose his stock significantly. Right. So we could very well see something here too. And I'm that's that's why I'm I have her at a four two five is because I assume she's gonna have some bomb, just awesome, awesome, awesome tactics card that's gonna be like, ah, it turns people's brains off. That's super cool. You just get to <laughs> smash one of your opponent's models or something. I'm a little surprised so, she doesn't have like a psychic knife type attack that just like gives stagger or potential to give an activated token. Because that was always her thing is like she stabs you in the head with her psychic knife and you're unconscious. Just straight I, up. So I anticipate there being a, a taxes card that I will be like similar need, like yeah, that. Yeah, I feel like we need a taxes card to it's represent that because it's not on her card. And mm-hmm. that's such a big part of this version of Psylocke. Yeah. Well, and could even be something along the lines of like, I guess maybe a pounce might be a little out of the way, but as far as she's always jumping around and stabbing things, right? Yeah, she's a crazy ninja. So to have a, a small, uh, like a short throw herself, she doesn't take damage from the collision and uh, her next attack, you know, gets two extra dice and staggers if damage happens or something along those lines. Mm. So let me let me present the counter. Let me be the Faustinian devil on your shoulder. Mm hmm. It's getting real competitive with character cards right now. Like yeah. every character, that's, every good character that's come out recently has had a card. More than one. Usually one of them is stapled to the model. Scuttlebutt. Scuttlebutt. Everyone, yep, everyone says this. I just wanted yes. to say it again. This is Patrick a robbery. Duffy coming in with his little celery leg and or with a celery arm and Patrick Duffy <laughs> <Not> leg. again. <laughs> but yeah like this so, robbery is a perfect example yeah it is and so like there's and it's getting more and more like uh it's getting really competitive for that spot yeah yep. is Psylocke going to be the character that's going to be good enough to displace a rhino i don't think so again maybe the card is so good that she might but again we're kind of just guessing at this point yeah what if the card you know uh gives her super stealth right just all the time or for an entire round it's a solo individual pretty sneaky sis and prevents anyone from being robberied. 
specifically. <laughs> like, it's a really direct, like, counter. Wow. I get counter that. It's weird that she's, like, never card. encountered Rhino, but she's got this card exactly yeah. against Well, him. do you know why? Because Rhino knows that she cannot be targeted by robberies. <laughs> Dormammu can, he but just well, stays away from her because he knows he can't rob yeah, her. Like, oh, I can't rob her. When you're reading your nerd comics full of mutant <laughs> weirdos, does Rhino ever rob Psylocke? I don't think that's ever happened. Yeah. Boom. Truth. Confirmed. <laughs> Truth. Established. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, uh, listen. No. Okay. No. <laughs> yes. Okay. Dan, we are now the owners of Professional Casual. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Uh, rhinos are just high capacity assault unicorns. <laughs> Thank you, Tuber. Not wrong, Tuber. Truth. <laughs> um, but yes, sounds are also turned off for this particular stream because people are listening at home. The podcast version that comes out Tuesday are going to have no idea what is going on when someone immediately just yells for the horde. Or I don't know what's going on when that happens. Or, oh, wow. wow. But once again, this Saturday, February 18th, uh, we're holding an LVO qualifier at Bearded Dragon Games in Oneonta, New York. Ooh. Check out the Facebook. There's a link in the show notes. Uh, if you're checking out the show notes, uh, guess what? The the event was last weekend. But <laughs> over on the Facebook, we will be trying to do that quarterly. We'll also attempt to have them all as LVO qualifiers as well. So come in and get some points. Have a good time. Hang out with us. See, see me, Dan, Dr. D, Danny, Lindsay, Anthony. Uh, it's Anthony's a very different experience in person. A very different experience in person. What's up? I just checked the long shanks. Yeah. Boom TTFN has. Heck registered. yes. All right, cool. That's that's super cool. I'll, that'll be great to guy. see them again. Um, beautiful. So how many, what are we up to? Eight. By the way, eight. Player don't hate. I'm sure that we're going to have some people showing up day of too. So if you are planning on uh, coming to this event, Please make sure you register on the long shanks. I believe it's uh game. I want to say 7111. 7011. Uh yes. 7011? Yeah. Or 7111. 7011. 7011. Event number. Nice. Holy I'm super shit. I'm super smart. That's why I casuals challenger standard you should, Tim, you should start like a, a network. I that's a, that's a good idea, man. <laughs> It's a super Jeez. good idea. But talk to me after this stream. Maybe we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> but professionalcasual.com, you can find blogs from both Dan, myself, Taylor, uh, Dr. D. Ben wrote uh, a blog about Winter Guard, too. There's a whole bunch of stuff there on a pretty Cider regular drinker. basis. Cider you drinker. Said both enlisted five people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so Tim, you haven't said it in a while. Are you still hiring writers? Uh, yeah, if people are interested in uh, in writing some blogs for us, we we do we do pay real hard cash internet monies for that. Um, True. Feel free to uh, to send an email to Tim at professionalcasual.com with a sample of your writing or something you might want to write about, because uh, we're always interested in uh, in new takes, hot takes, cold takes, or uh, last takes, high stakes, even hot late pastrami sandwiches, medium rare steaks. Oh, I love hot pastrami sandwiches. Yeah, dude. You know, we should share one at the at the event. That sounds great. Yeah. Just eat a tomahawk steak together, like across the table. What? No, a hot pastrami sandwich. Hot pastrami oh, sandwich. Is a tomahawk steak. I don't know. I've just been thinking Those a lot. Those are so expensive. I've just been thinking a lot about tomahawk steaks. <laughs> to be fair, we'll go over to Sloan's and get one for like seventy dollars. Uh, no, they're forty bucks. 
at least pre-COVID, last time I bought a tomahawk steak. Uh, so probably at least 60 now. But still, you can feed Let's three people fair. with a tomahawk steak. Yeah, but are you gonna? You sh- Listen. Well, I, I mean, you would. I would. <laughs> I, I'd have to. I just want to gnaw on that bone. Um, but... A huge thank you to all of you that support us here on Twitch uh, with subs, uh, Amazon Prime subs, all that, all that whole nine. That really helps us out a ton. Uh, follows and and subscribes there, as well as the Patreon over at Patreon.com/slash/professional/casual. Uh, especially our King Ding Doppeldongers and our professional cake sitters, including but not limited to. I, dude, I had it, and then, there, then Dylan said that. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. You want to help? Nope. nope. Don't want to help. I, I got, I got, I got. I'll get all twelve. You ready? Bastion, Rob, Bicon, Leroy, Cider Drinker, Otis, Doctor D, Iron Maze, Dagna, Devil Pup, Wizard Skills, and. Cider drinker? Cider drinker, yeah. Did, did you say Tony Hot Hands? I, I don't think you did. I didn't say did Tony not. Hot Hands. Ah, nuts. If you He's go to the, the tournament, you can meet Tony Hot Hands, and you can feel how warm his hands are. His Probably hands are, not. I don't think he'll let you touch him. Don't let him hold uh, your uh, ice cream cake. It will melt. It will melt very quickly. Even though it's the June sun. His hands are actually made out of that material. Have you seen those, like, uh, direct to, uh, or, like, as seen on TV commercials of, like, it's just, a, like, a plastic mat. You set your steak on it, dethaws it, like, 8,000 times faster. Yeah, he's than got Glob Herman hands. Yeah, there's just paraffin wax. <laughs> I want Glob Herman in this game. I would really like Glob, Glob and Beatbox. <laughs> Glob and Zorn, to be fair. Which Zorn? Awesome. I don't know. They're all the you same. Guys you guys haven't done the wish list thing in a long it's time. It's been a hot minute. Mine hasn't changed. Quentin. Well, that's the problem is they haven't changed because they won't give us Archman. Yeah, that's that's the issue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, can I ch- can I change? Right? Because I was right. What's that? Mine was literally like a week later. <laughs> oh really wow, was. that must be nice. Uh, yeah, well, it. Be nice. <laughs> brother, Bro- brother, hey, listen here, brother. When you have, uh, when you listen, I had a lot of karma stored up from Electra and Daredevil. All right, so that's something coming my way. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wish for another mutant because I mean, what? Might oh. happen. Ice man. Uh, Madeline Pryor. Oh yeah, the Goblin Queen. Goblin Queen herself. Like, do you want the Goblin Queen version of Madeline Pryor or just like? Cable's mom, Madeline Pryor. Oh, so I, so I was going to ask that. Is only the Goblin version. <laughs> All right. I just want Goblin versions of a bunch of people. I want Goblin. Uh, ooh, if they did like a Goblin version of um, Norman Osborn, that would be like super cool. You talk about ultimate, like ultimate Green Goblin. Yeah, no, it looks awesome. Like, no, I was just saying like a Goblin, like a Green Goblin. What? Who? Osborne. He already is, though. I, What's a green goblin? That was that was a joke. <laughs> be I like, oh, I hope they, cool, I hope they, like, I hope they make a winter version of Urza Major. That'd be super cool. Wow, uh, there are some cool like goblin verse versions of characters that look awesome, Ooh. like Beast, and he Carnage. almost looks like uh, Goatish with like big horns, and he's like all crazy. That's red. I mean, actually, been Nightcrawler, but. Um, there's some really cool. May have actually gob- been Psylocke. They're called Goblin Verse stuff. There's some neat things going on there. I super dig that. Madeline Pryor is Hobgob- weird. By the way, uh, Hobgoblin, please. Hobgoblin. Yeah, my Green Goblin is painted like Hobgoblin. I really like Hobgoblin. I would. Hey Tim, what's it like being way cooler than everybody else? In oh, the uh, listen, man, I wrote a blog about it. Oh, sweet. When's that going up? I don't know. 
It's for Patreons it only. Breaking any up the NBA. Soulbound games? Yeah, yeah. And did not you're breaking for... the NBA that Hobgoblin exists in Marvel. Wow. Oh, all right. Got, yep. Uh, oh, I didn't say oh, that, guys. That was a joke. Hobgoblin. Shut it down. <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> um, but seriously, guys, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Join us next week when we'll be talking about how our LVO qualifier tournament went and why Inhumans won the entire day. Yay, Alyssa. <laughs> and hopefully we'll talk about those tactics cards. Yeah, I, I really box. hope I really hope that Mixed we are going card. to talk about how there's a tactics card where she moves long and backflips over someone and stabs in the back of the head and right. they become activated. Or who knows? Maybe we'll get a in, immortal Hulk card. Oh, That's, actually, yeah, I feel like that'd be That's a bit early, possible. but who knows? Yeah. So what was the over under there? Do, are we thinking he's going to be a five, a six, or an eight? He's going to be. He's going to be like <laughs> eight. eight for sure. I I don't yeah. know. There, there's so many ways they could go with him. With like the mortalness and potentially like coming back, but it, it's going to solve the argument. The card based on the wording on it is it Thor or Hulk who has the strongest Avenger? Because if this one doesn't have the strongest Avenger there is or whatever, that proves that Thor is in fact the strongest Avenger. Don't yeah. you're going to summon Mitch to come and just you know, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, it's good. Good I'm just saying he's stronger. <laughs> but our right. bench. All right, guys, have a great night. Stay safe. And remember to leave the blood on the brisket. This has been Elite Eight Weight Down. Let's get a hot pastrami sandwich. Yay. If you want to share a tomahawk Yay. steak, make sure to hit us up at Bearded Dragon Games. Leave <laughs> by the dumpster by uh, Bearded Dragon. <laughs> have a good night, guys. Bye. Love you. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, check out all the other great shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Like what, Danny? I'll tell you. On Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play, hosted by me, playing through the Extinction Curse AP. Also, streaming on twitch.tv slash professional casual network at 7 p.m. Eastern time, you can check out, oh yeah, the Power Phase, our Marvel Crisis Protocol live battle report show. On Tuesdays, the podcast version of, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol Povlog is available. On Wednesdays, alternating releases on the Patreon, we have Settling the Southlands, our homebrew Wolforp actual play, and The Slithering, a Pathfinder 2nd edition actual play. And on Thursdays, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol Povlog. You can also check out back episodes of Elite Eight Showdown and the first 39 episodes of the Lost Omens podcast, the first 24 episodes of Settling the Southlands, and the first handful of episodes of The Slithering on the YouTube at youtube.com slash the professional casual.